March 15, 2020, we experienced our first ever fully virtual worship experience. First became many. Two weeks became 18 months. We didn't know. No one knew. We were washing our hands. We were washing our groceries. We were washing everything. Spring break started a day early for some children and then many did not return to in-person school for the rest of the school year and some kids didn't go back to in-person school for the next school year either. Many grown-ups learned to work from home overnight. Two weeks. We even put signs on the door. Signs that said we would be completely virtual for two weeks. It wasn't long before two weeks was crossed out and until further notice was handwritten on the sign. We all learned to Zoom. We learned Facebook Live, sometimes with limited success, like the Easter Sunday that I was live long after I thought I had ended the session. You know you remember it. We found ways to connect even while we disconnected from so many of our communal aspects of our lives. Those of us who could stayed in and those of us who couldn't faced the threat of sickness each time we went to work. We worried and we grieved, we were afraid, we faced so many unknowns. Two weeks, two years, we all changed plans. We all found wells of creativity. We faced unexpected challenges. Sometimes we face these with grace and sometimes with despair. Two weeks, two years. And now we continue to face fear. The war in Ukraine wages the threat to trans children and youth and their families and our state is real. The continued violence of racism. There is much to make us anxious and afraid. Action is the antidote to fear. I don't know who said it first, but I found it to be true. It seems maybe Jesus did too. They warned him. At that very hour, some religious leaders came and said to him, get away from here. Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, you go and tell that fox for me, listen, I'm casting out demons. I'm performing cures today, tomorrow, and in the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way. Jesus had reason to be afraid. He knew Herod was after him, and he knew it was no joke. John the Baptist had been beheaded, after all. But Jesus refused to let fear stop him. You tell that fox. You tell him I'm not stopping. Today, tomorrow, the next day, I'm doing the things that I can do. 
to create the realm of God. Jesus stands up to oppression and injustice. Perhaps he is afraid. It would have been very reasonable to be afraid, but he doesn't let fear rule him. He takes action. And sometimes the action Jesus takes is to rest. I don't think you heard me, so I'm going to say it again. Sometimes the action Jesus takes is to rest. Jesus goes away by himself. It's in the Gospels repeatedly. Jesus goes away and prays. Jesus naps. Jesus goes to a quiet place. The action we take as an antidote to fear is sometimes taking care of ourselves. Sometimes it's rest. The care we give ourselves is vital to the care we can give to each other. And care is needed. Action is needed. We cannot let fear create apathy, cannot let it keep us stuck. Because my friends, foxes continue to pose a threat. Foxes who care more about power than people. Foxes who abuse and bully. Foxes who believe that only foxes are of value and the rest of us are expendable. There are foxes. We know what it is to be afraid. We know what it is to know, to know well and personally that things do not always work out. We know that two weeks can become two years of changes, two years of anxiety, two years of grief. We know that people sometimes walk into schools and movie theaters and churches and malls and open fire. We know that floodwaters sweep away houses and people, that fires burn uncontrollably. We know that people die and that pain is real. We know that a virus can change our lives. We know what it feels like when democracy is threatened. We know that people of color are not safe even jogging in their own neighborhoods. There is war and hunger and poverty. There is so much. We live it and we breathe it. Fear is very real and it can keep us on high alert. Fear can lock us into fight, flight, or freeze. And we cannot work for peace when we're stuck in fear. So what then can we do? We can take action. Perhaps the first action is to acknowledge our fear and express it. Just acknowledging our fears gives us some breathing room. We can allow ourselves to feel our fears deeply and passionately, to speak and write and move our bodies, to yell and cry and laugh. The solidarity of our shared experiences can be a powerful salve. 
We can find ways to acknowledge our fears with curiosity instead of judgment, with a sense of empathy and compassion for ourselves and each other. We can use gratitude as an action to counter our fears. We watched a TED Talk by Diana Butler Bass about gratitude in adult education last week. I was inspired by her talk and found myself returning to her book, Grateful, The Transformative Power of Giving Thanks. In that book, she says, gratitude is not a psychological or political panacea, like a secular prosperity gospel one that denies pain or overlooks injustice. Because being grateful does not fix anything. Pain, suffering, and injustice, these things are all real. They do not go away. Gratitude, however, invalidates the false narrative that these things are the sum total of human existence, that despair has the last word. Gratitude gives a new story. It opens our eyes to see that every life is, in unique and dignified ways, graced. The lives of the poor, the cast-offs, the sick, the jailed, the exiled, the abused, the forgotten, as well as those of us in more comfortable physical circumstances. Your life, my life, we all share in the ultimate gift, life itself, together, right now. Action counters fear. And so when we are afraid, we can choose to act. We can rest. We can be grateful. We can act for justice. We can counter fear with love, love put into action. Action in the face of fear takes courage. The psalmist writes, sings, to not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me and they are breathing out violence. Those words struck me. Our adversaries are breathing out violence. Psalmist continues, I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. The psalmist sings fear, but the psalmist doesn't stop there. Faith is also sung. Trust that we will not be abandoned by God. Courage, courage to speak from the heart. Let your heart take courage. Jesus, too, spoke his courage and then put his courage into action. You go and tell that box. I'm casting out demons and performing cures today, tomorrow, and on the third day my work is done. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way because it's impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. 
How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus went to Jerusalem, that city that stoned the prophets. He took no sword, no lance, not even a military drum. He rode straight toward Herod, that fox. Jesus, like a mother hen, was boldly spreading wings of love and welcome in every time and every place to every person. When we gather together under the wings of love, we can keep going. We can face any fox. We can work together for justice and for peace. We may be afraid, but we will not be alone. We may be afraid, but we are not helpless. We may be afraid, but together we are strong. We are not weak. We may be afraid, but we can let our hearts take courage. We can act. When we're willing to be gathered under the wings of love, we find that we are more powerful than any fox. Gathered together, resisting hatred and violence, we seek peace for all people. Right now, we think especially of the people of Ukraine, and we seek ways to, at the very least, pay attention and pray and help in the ways that we can. Gathered together, resisting hatred and violence, we work for welcome for all people, for people of color and differently abled people and poor people and refugees and LGBTQAI plus people and all people welcomed under the wings of love. Gathered together, resisting hatred and violence, we refuse to let fear keep us silent or hidden. Together, we are not defenseless. There are foxes. And, and, we are not alone. Together we face our fears, we name them, together we act. We can be part of solutions, part of the work of peace. We can welcome a refugee family, we can be anti-racist, we can rest. We can find gratitude, we can speak from the heart. We can care for ourselves and for each other. We can know we are not alone. Amen.